I always had a passion for hair and makeup. I probably wore makeup before I was supposed to be wearing makeup and uh, got in trouble in school for putting on makeup <laughs> instead of probably paying attention to my algebra. And there's another saying that I have, and that is, um, inner beauty is great, but a little mascara never hurts either. Welcome to Ask the Beauty Advisor, a podcast that answers your health and beauty questions. Hosted by health and beauty advisor, Deanna Lynn. Hey there, thank you for tuning in today. Welcome to Ask the Beauty Advisor. We have a very special show for you today. And I say we because I have a guest for you today. That's right. Today, I'm going to be speaking with Judy Jo Georgellis from Makeup by Judy Jo. Judy just opened her a new makeup studio, and I'm very excited to be speaking with her today and sharing her success story with you today. For over 20 years, Judy Jo has been working in a variety of uh, cosmetics, beauty, and spa industries. Judy's passion is makeup and especially wedding makeup. She specializes in wedding makeup and she's here today with us to share her story and to share some words of wisdom for anyone who's dreaming of owning their own makeup studio. I do have a full episode for you today, so I really want to quickly jump into that um, interview with Judy Joe. But first, a real quick reminder not to forget to sign up for my monthly newsletter. The monthly newsletter contains extra beauty and health articles, do-it-yourself beauty products, and so much more. You can sign up for the monthly newsletter by clicking on the link in the show notes or by going to my Facebook page, Ask the Beauty Advisor on Facebook. There is a place on the Facebook page where you can sign up for the monthly newsletter. So with all that being said, uh, let's start the show. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Hey there, Judy. Thank you for joining me today for Ask the Beauty Advisor. I am excited to be talking about makeup and uh, excited to have you on. How are you doing today? Hi, I am great. Thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be with you. Well, it's absolutely my pleasure to have you here today. So let's go ahead and jump right into our episode and our questions today because we have a fairly long episode for our listeners today. So Judy, let's start by maybe sharing a little personal information about yourself with the listeners. Are you a married lady, a single lady? Do you have children? Okay. Well, um, my personal life, I will start with that I am in a very happy relationship. I do not have children. I think I've been uh, more than enough to handle most of my life. And I have been um, a career woman from right out of college and just in a super happy place right now. Wow, that's really wonderful. I know starting your own business and having a business takes a lot of time and energy, so kudos to you. It's a lot of work, and, you know, it's wonderful, as I'm sure you have as well, just to have some a great support system around you. Um, which makes it, you know, which makes it that much more beautiful. 
Yeah. In my second marriage, I had a lot of support. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't think we want to go into that right now. (laughs) Anyway, let's unpack your career one step at a time. Because I know there's a lot of makeup artists and estheticians who are listening out there, and they would love to know how you built such a great and successful makeup business. So let's start at the beginning. So, Judy, how did you get started in the makeup business? Was it something you had planned for? Did you go to school for it? Or did you just kind of fall into it? Tell us about that. Sure. Um, well, I always had a passion for hair and makeup. I probably wore makeup before I was supposed to be wearing makeup and uh, got in trouble in school for putting on makeup <laughs> instead of probably paying attention to my algebra. But nonetheless, um, I was an art major in college. I have a Bachelor of Fine Arts, and um, that's where I started my career in the advertising and design industry. Um, but the, the beauty world was always lurking around in the back of my head for sure. Um, I went on to get my aesthetics license as well. Uh, but in between, how I fell into the beauty industry was I was going to graduate school and I went to a major department store to get a job that would be flexible for my going to graduate school. And the woman in human resources looked at me and she said, how would you like to work in cosmetics? And that sentence right there started my career because the answer was, yes, I would. And from there, uh, my career blossomed and snowballed and Um, You know, of course, I started at the cosmetic counters, which a lot of us do, which I feel is a superb education in itself right there. And I moved forward to work with the uh, largest cosmetic companies that we know. Um, I've also worked at spas and um, had my own location business. Makeup by Judy Joe is my first storefront. Um, so I'm new as a storefront owner, but not new to the industry. Uh, and I also have my lash uh, extension license as well. I'm a master lash artist. So a little bit of everything. And um, to answer your question, it was not planned, but it was meant to be. Well, having listened to your story, it really does seem like it was meant to be. I also started out in makeup, but wanted to get my license. And once I went through a study school, my passion totally changed from makeup to skincare. So tell us a little bit more about going to a study school, getting your license. Uh, tell us a little bit more about how that evolved. So I actually started off um, in makeup. So I had worked in the department stores for many years um, with the different cosmetic companies behind the counter doing makeup applications. And 
I wanted to explore the industry further. And at that point, after doing makeup, I, um, I learned facials and got into aesthetics that way. Um, so I do love my facials, but my first passion, um, is kind of the opposite. It's, it's my first passion would be makeup, but I, I equally enjoy, uh, giving and receiving facials and, um, so, so yeah, that's how kind of how that fell into place. Uh, Judy, what made you decide to specialize in wedding makeup? I mean, wedding makeup over something like doing film, working for the studios, doing fashion makeup. Why did you choose wedding makeup to specialize in? Once after I had uh, my career with the cosmetic companies, which basically the span was probably about 10 to 12 years I started having that itch and that there was more out there uh, creatively and um, glamorously. And I actually did um, makeup for uh, New York modeling agencies. So when the girls needed their headshots for their portfolios, um, I was their uh, hair, makeup, and uh, fashion stylist. So I worked doing that. Um, I've also done... Um, like celebrity casino events when I was at uh, one of the spas at the casinos. And um, I've also done red carpet events working in Southern California. I've done a lot of traveling with my career. I've been very fortunate, and I find that educational also, Las Vegas, Southern California. And um, so I collectively have done that. But in between, um, my girls, my brides, that um, pop up, of course, through recommendations and things like that. Um, for me, it was extremely, while everything else is very glamorous and very exciting, um, my brides are as well, but there was a rewarding factor with my brides. Um, the diff- to, for me, to be able to make a difference in uh, one of the most important days in someone's life, um, you know, it's just such a huge check in the box of the day <laughs> that you could that you could be a part of somebody's day and be able to give them what I call an extra pep in their step for the day. What do you think is in the heart of a true passionate makeup artist? Somebody who is so passionate about makeup that they're willing to put all their energy into it. I mean, I think that makeup artists and beauty people are underestimated. I mean, obviously, you're an intelligent woman. So what is the drive behind wanting to do makeup or being so passionate about makeup and beauty that you want to make a career out of it? What has been the driving force for you? I think for me, and I feel, you know, talking and training a lot of girls, uh, I love to educate. So be it makeup techniques, proper use of skincare, um, the importance of a healthy ingredient deck, uh, to me is, you know, one of the biggest thrills is to, um, for example, um, if I have a lady in my chair and she's never put eyebrows on before, but she's always wanted to. And you take the time to show her and demonstrate and teach her how to put her eyebrows on. When she walks out of that chair um, and looks in the mirror with a bigger smile on her face and, you know, gets her products. And now all of a sudden she says to you, 
I've always wanted to do that, but no one's ever showed me. I can't wait to do this. That's huge. That is just, you know, such a rewarding factor to be able to, um, you know, just educate people and train them uh, and have them come back to you uh, for for more advice or more tips and tricks. There's been many a time I've had ladies that were not makeup wearers at all, and we've gradually uh, got them to buy different pieces, whether it be once a week or once a month, uh, for their comfort level, of course. But, you know, the transition is fantastic. So, Again, uh, for me, it's just being able to make a difference in somebody's life and, um, you know, the extra pep in their step, I always say. (laughs) And there's another saying that I have, and that is, um, inner beauty is great, but a little mascara never hurts either. (laughs) I love that. That's great. I might have to steal that from you. Yeah, and I agree. Making a transformation in someone's appearance and possibly someone's life. Well, really, that's huge. I still remember the person who put my first makeup application on me and transformed me from a plain Jane into, well, very glamorous looking. And I'll never forget that. It changed my whole way of thinking about myself, and it changed my whole life. I sometimes think that us as beauty professionals don't really realize the value of what we give to others. Uh, But I would like to hear more about how you got started doing weddings. Did you start out going to the weddings and going doing the makeup at the weddings? Tell us a little bit about how you started or got into your career as a wedding makeup artist. Sure. So the way that I got involved initially um, was back in the 90s, and I'm dating myself right now, (laughs) but it was back in the 90s, and um, actually it came from working in the department stores, and I would have requests after I would do someone's makeup or, you know, suggest makeup colors for them to um, do their day of services. So from there... I would go to their house or wherever they were getting ready and do the wedding makeup for the bride, the bridesmaids, and the moms. Uh, Gradually, um, I was referred to their friends and relatives, things like that, which started to build up my book and my clientele. So for the most part, I would be going to homes and hotels and getting them ready right there so they didn't have to leave for the day and at the time I was also working with a hairstylist so the girls just loved it because they can stay in one place and be in their robe have their champagne it was fan- it was fantastic um that's ba- that was basically the the beginning of my business and from there I would uh progress into bridal shows to get our names out there once we decided that this was something that we wanted to do full time. Um, And that would be the outreach was to be, um, you know, through bridal shows, making the connections, having the awareness, uh, going to the different venues that we would visit. They would start recommending us also because luckily we started to have a great reputation and, um, you know, it snowballed from there where eventually we ended up having 
uh, uh, hair and makeup business as our full-time jobs. Now, when you say we, what do you mean by that? Were you working with a partner? I did. I worked with a partner at the time because hair and makeup traditionally are t- are together. If someone is going to a special occasion, most of the times, um, if they are getting their makeup done, they want their hair done and vice versa. So as my makeup business started to build, I was there was a need for a hairstylist. And um, so I had a hairstylist okay, that so I worked you, with. Yeah. yeah, you hooked up with the hairstylist. Good. I did. Okay, so then, gosh, there was something else I wanted to ask you. It slipped my mind. What was it now? Oh, I know. Now, you were doing these makeup for weddings, and you were getting some referrals, but was there an added service to that? I mean, were you trying to sell them a product? You must have had some other way of making some sort of a living. Like, for instance, were you selling the client a skincare line or using your own makeup and then selling the makeup to the client so that you could get some sort of residual income? Tell us how you handled that part of the business. So that's a great question. What ended up happening was um, they would either have their own makeup or um, that they would that they would want to use so that they can touch up during the day. I, of course, had my three-tiered uh, makeup box that I would bring and I would provide all of the makeup. But what ended up happening was that they loved the makeup that I was using, which was a private label brand. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I wasn't able to, you know, start emptying my box to them. So for that, I ended up carrying additional makeup and actually selling the lipsticks, the powders, things like that, right to them, um, basically on the spot, kind of like a little traveling salesman. I didn't intend for that to happen, but it was full service at that point. I mean, I was able to come there. I was able to get them ready for the day and have them also take with them for that night and moving forward, their makeup as well. And it helped you make a little bit more money, get some repeat business. It went along with your makeup business. So I would probably recommend any makeup artist or skincare professional to have their own line and to use that as an extra part of their income. Plus, you know, as a skincare professional, it's very important that we know exactly what our clients are putting on their face at home. Absolutely. They, you know, so many things go hand in hand. And um, now that, uh, you know, one of the benefits to having a storefront and for me, the passion behind it was not only to, you know, be able to work in, a, in an environment that is uh, glamorous and catering to the needs of women, but also exactly what we're talking about. And that is besides special occasion, um, wedding, and just, you know, a a night of going out makeup. Uh, Along with that, there's so many, there's so many other ways to keep your relationship with your client. And exactly what you said, Deanna, is, you know, a facial, facials, 
lash extensions, skincare, your makeup. There's so many different building blocks that go along with that, that um, if we're using weddings as an example, so once you do a trial on the bride and you form that relationship and you know that um, you're both going to work well together, from there, you, you have facials with your bride, you know, you have to make sure that their skin is healthy and in great condition, not only for their special day, but for their life. Also, lash extensions are another great way to um, have them have them on their special day and moving forward with the maintenance. And of course, all of the skincare products and all of the makeup products, they're going to fall in love with what you use on them and they're going to be repeat business for you. So besides it just being, if you know, I, we're using weddings, besides it just being for that specific day, you're also branching out to many other areas of your business to keep them a loyal customer and again, to keep that great relationship that I feel is so important. So now you've built this great reputation and relationship with your clients, and you see a need for a lot of other extra services that you could offer them. So now it's time that you open your studio up. You now have this need for what they call a brick and mortar business. So tell us about your studio. How did you, how did you make that happen? Sure, I would love to. Well, it has always been a career dream of mine to have a great space and be able to cater to ladies. And of course, like most of us, um, you know, we work corporately for most of our careers. And in the bottom of our, our hearts, we know, um, you know, what is our what is our special dream. So I will tell you that the special man in my life, who is my partner in life, as well as in, in this business, and I giggle because I think he knows more about makeup than he ever thought that he would know in his life. But he was very, very uh, a huge part of me having uh, my place and getting the ball rolling because he looked at me one night and uh, as a business question, he said to me, if you knew that you couldn't fail at something, what would you do? And in my head, I'm thinking, well, besides be a rock star. <laughs> but what I said to him was, I said, I would love to have my own makeup studio and cater to ladies and, you know, just have them feel glamorous and give them a place just to have well-being and relaxation. And he looked at me and he said, let's make that happen. And he was wow. the driving force. Yeah, he was the driving force behind, you know, just getting out there and just do what you say. And um, so I, I, I truly, you know, he, he was truly the, the inspiration and the going force for Makeup by Judy Joe. And it is always a passion of mine, like I said, to be able, when you, when you come into my studio, you feel glamour you feel that old hollywood vibe that i wanted that is that is gone from a lot of places and um you come you know completely that it's a makeup studio when you walk in however 
there's a lot of other things that we spoke about as well that ties along with that. My facial room, my lash room. Um, we're currently um, renovating the back to uh, cater to hairstyling. So not cuts and color and things like that, but part of the glam, part of hairstyling, updos, blowouts, things like that, um, which again, stems from early on with uh, hair and makeup going together. We opened Mother's Day 2017, and we had an official ribbon cutting at the end of June with the mayor of Annapolis, because I always say I need another reason for a party. Mm-hmm. So um, that's that's where we've been, and, and it has been progressively um, wonderful and a, an, an extremely um, large learning experience as well. So, um, you know, with each area of a lot of our uh, businesses, you almost run an individual business. When you're running, when you're behind a cosmetic counter, you're running a private business that way. Um, I was a regional director and educator for La Belladonna Minerals. And again, you're going to each location and you're running an individual business. Um, so, and of course, my own location hair and makeup business. So you have that core and um, you bring that to a storefront, which is, uh, you know, a totally new experience as well. But, um, you know, it's just, it's just amazing and, and wonderful. You did have a list of clients that I'm assuming helped and supported you in opening a studio because rents can be expensive. I did have a list of clients and um, it's also a new area for me. So, um, you know, I, I had I had both, Dan. I, I did have a list of clients, but it, there was also a point that it was um, something brand new and getting to know a specific area also. And I love a challenge and I love to get my name out there and and hustle. So I can't say for any of our listeners that it was exactly handed to me that I had this full book of clientele and voila, they opened the door and in they came. Um, I did have some, but I would say uh, 75% of it is basically waving my hand right now and letting everyone know that I'm here. Well, I do want to ask you about ways that you are marketing yourself, but before we transition into that, I want to ask you a couple more questions here about your studio. Do you have employees? How And if so, how many employees do you have? At this time, I have four girls working along with me. I'm here primarily every day, and right now I have them as uh, freelance hair and makeup artists as well for different specialties. Are they renting space from you? Are they on commission? How are you handling that end of the business? They're 1099 employees. Mm -hmm. Wow. In looking at your studio, I just can't believe that you are this organized and you've got such a beautiful studio and you just opened up this year on Mother's Day. It's just truly amazing. I know. I'm the new kid. It's great. Oh, well, the studio is absolutely gorgeous. And of course, I love the retro look, the old time Hollywood look, because as you know, that is my uh, inspiration. Also, I think it's just, I think old time Hollywood is just the essence of glamour and glitz. 
time. I know. I love it. So I love glad. it. I have an old soul in there somewhere, I tell you. Well, those were the true glamour days, that's for sure. And we will be posting a link to Judy Joe's um, studio in the show notes, and we'll give you that information. Judy will give you her contact information at the end of the show, so you can go and check her studio out. Well, I do want to talk to you before we get bumped off here about your advertisement. What exactly are you doing to get exposure for yourself or your business? Okay, so for advertising, the kind of advertising, answer your question, the kind of advertising that I do is although we cater to all women and uh, pampering and educating our ladies, our marketing uh, for the bridal market is very targeted and the form of media is varied. And what I mean by that examples would be we are advertising in bridal sections for local upscale publications. We are doing bridal shows. We're having a presence on social media. Um, I have to giggle because uh, as I was speaking about my, my business previously, I would literally go to bridal shows and meet the brides and get the list of the girls that were there. And not everyone had computers in the 90s. And I would literally sit behind a typewriter and I would type out letters to the girls and say, it was great meeting you. And here's our information. And um, let's set up a trial. And we would have fancy stationery and put it in an envelope and off it would go. So things have changed. However, um, I, I feel that most importantly that I could, um, through experience, just relay to a lot of our ladies is that I am very passionate and a firm believer about what it is to be a good business partner, um, and especially in your community. Um, I'll use myself as an example right now. I'm fortunate enough to have my studio on Maryland Avenue in Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, the street is in a historic district. It's located between the State Capitol Building and the Naval Academy. Um, Annapolis is becoming known as a wedding destination and Maryland Avenue as a wedding platform. And what I mean by that is that collectively, the businesses on Maryland Avenue um, are forming a bond together and virtually everything a bride and groom could need and plan and hold their wedding or we're all steps away from each other. Um, for example, it starts at Cezanne Jewelers, engagement and wedding rings. We have venues, um, historic inns of Annapolis, pack a house around the corner. To be brief, we have florists, bookstores, antique stores, uh, bridal stores, Mary's Bridal. But I, what is interesting about here, and again, this is going, being directly uh, addressing the partnership, right across the street, I have Capistrano's Barbershop. You cannot get any more yin and yang if you tried. It's old school with a barber pole, and I'm the little glamour girl right across the street. Um, we, it's fantastic. And next to him, we also have the groom's place at Capital Custom Clothiers. Um, we have a fantastic partnership and relationship. 
Championship, and they cater to wedding attire for the groom and groomsmen. They also provide fine business attire. But most importantly, as small business owners, we all have years of experience and specialize in creating an experience and a personal touch. This sets us apart from chain locations that move you in and out. And for all of our listeners, that is really the core of any business is forming relationships and getting, and because you want to, because that's what we do for a living. We, you know, we form relationships and, you know, we want to help people and our clients feel that. And that is when you you know, you build these relationships and you you have the same people in your chairs for, you know, for years, basically. And um, being able to partner with um, so many local businesses that do the same as you. And it's just, it's such a, it's such a rewarding factor as well, because you're not in and alone. You have, you have an, a wide array of partners around you. And um, it's really, I'm very fortunate. Uh, Judy Joe, it sounds to me like you paid your dues. You took it one step at a time. You have a strong partnership or a strong support system. And you really literally set yourself up for success. Yeah, yeah. It was just, it was one of those things that, uh, that happen in life that, you know, you just, you find a space and you just kind of know and you say, yeah, this is it. And then you learn, you, then you learn even more reasons why, um, it was the S factor, uh, once you're in here. So, um, so it's fantastic. So for, uh, you know, any of our listeners have that opportunity if they're looking for new storefronts or, um, you know, they just take a look around them. Uh, my experience is that everyone is more than help, more than willing to partner with you um, because it benefits both of your businesses. And it is, um, you know, it's you just and you form great relationships with the, the other business owners as, as well. So um, besides being great for business, it's also great personally uh, because you, you end up making uh, a lot of great friends that way. It sounds like to me that you did put in a lot of hard work. Now, a lot of things fell into place for you. And maybe, like you said, it was your destiny. Uh, but I'm sure you faced a lot of challenges. So can you talk to us about some of the challenges you face or some of the challenges that makeup artists do have to deal with? Yeah, I, the challenges as a makeup professional, um, you know, I find one of the biggest challenges that I've faced um, as a professional really uh, when you're when you're talking about like day to day day to day activity would be sometimes you have clients that are resistant to facials or makeup applications or hairstyling because of a previous bad experience and I'm sure that you can relate to this um you know be it stereotyping that if you're a makeup artist you're going to paint them up like a clown or they had a really bad experience and they carry that along to you as well um and you really you want to work on them and you want to change their mind so there's a little bit of convincing involved but i mean throughout my career 
on a day-to-day basis, a lot of times um, that would be a challenge that I would face. Um, Business-wise, some of the challenges that would happen as a makeup artist, um, again, is just... And I don't think it's fair to use the word stereotype, but sometimes that's the only way to, to, to describe it. You know, we're serious business women and we're smart and we're educated and we know a lot about business. It just happens to be about the beauty industry. So many times I feel like one of the challenges that I've come across is maybe not being taken seriously as a business person because of the industry that we're in, but it's actually not the case. Oh my goodness. Yes. Right. I'm so glad you brought that up. That has been a, one of my biggest challenges in the beauty business is not to be taken seriously. And I don't think it helps when you're blonde. Being blonde just adds to the stereotype. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm moving right along. I have so much I want to ask you about, but I think one of the most important things here, maybe even for a new makeup artist, is pricing. So how do you price your sessions? Do you do a test run? Um, Do you charge for the test run? Do you do packages? How does that work? Tell us how you, how do you handle that part of the business as far as charging? What have you found works best when it comes to pricing your services? Tell us how that works. Sure, sure. I'd love to. So I absolutely recommend trials for uh, for brides um, for many reasons. Number one, it is a great comfort level for the ladies um, that are deciding to use your services because they want to see what they're going to look like and what you're going to do for them the day of. And at that point in time during the trial is basically, I would say 90% of the time through my experience is when they'll book you for their wedding um, or tell you, um, you know, okay, well, maybe I need to think about this. And within the week, you'll get an answer from them. So that is, um, it's very important to yes, have a trial with them. Sometimes they live far away and you can't always do that. But when you can, um, I I um, definitely recommend that because it's a comfort level on their end and they know that they want to have you. It's also a comfort level on your end because now you know what type of makeup or look that you're going to be giving them and you're not trying to figure this out the day, the morning of their wedding where things get a little crazy. Uh, also, ladies, I also recommend doing a uh, having a documentation of the trial. So whether that be a picture I'm a huge fan of makeup charts where once we get the look perfected for the bride, I chart everything on a facial chart, the colors that we used, what she likes, you know, whether she, whether it be she doesn't like eyeliner underneath, don't put eyeliner under there. You know, if you're doing a wedding in six months and you're very busy, there's a good chance you're not going to remember those fine details. But, but writing that down, you're guaranteed that when you bring that to them, you're going to remember it and um, huge, huge comfort level for the bride. When she sees you doing that, she knows, okay, I'm going to look like this the day of. It's not going to be a how is she going to remember type of a thing. Um, as far as uh, 
cost for the trials. I recommend um, many different ways to do it or a few different ways to do it, depending on your comfort level. Um, yes, I always do charge for the trial. You are working and you need to get paid for your Whoops, I think I lost Judy. Judy? I'm here. I don't know what happened. Yeah, we must have got a drop call. Anyway, you were talking about pricing your packages or how you're pricing your services? Oh, perfect. Okay. So for pricing, it can be done a few different ways. You can incorporate a package along with that includes your trial. So sometimes, just as an example, I've said, okay, uh, the trial's 50. If you decide to use me the day of your wedding, I take the $50 off of your services that day. And so it, it reflects into the day of services. It's encouragement for them to use you. Um, and they also see it uh, financially working for them also that, you know, okay, it's $50 for the trial, but I get it taken off the day of the services. And most times you're doing a bunch of girls. So, um, you know, you're, you're, you're walking out of there with more than just the balance of what your, of what your bride is. And, um, if I can share a story for uh, for our listeners, because I know in the beginning it's very hard to judge. Well, what do I charge? And I'm not sure. Um, here's here's my advice to all of my ladies that start out. And I know and I understand that in the beginning you don't charge. You know what experience has given you. You know as your as your um, career has flourished. However. I want everyone to keep something in mind. When you take a look at the bride and you think about all of her beauty services that went into the day of her wedding, keep in mind how much she probably paid for her manicure and for her pedicure. Okay. Her hands are going to be underneath her bouquet. Her shoes are more than likely going to be underneath a long dress and very well could be in closed toe shoes. That goes for her and that goes for the rest of her wedding party. And we are working on their face. Okay. So when you're doing your pricing in mind, I'd like you to revolve it around um, that theory that I had, that aha moment many years ago when I was trying to come up with pricing for myself. I looked and I said, you know, I'm working on their face. And this is, you know, this is as important as their wedding dress at this point. So um, I like to give that piece of advice just to keep things in perspective because it can be very, very hard. Uh, but uh, my recommendation is know what the pricing is in, in your local area um, and judge yourself accordingly. But always keep in mind that your talent is um, is definitely um, a prize and that should be, um, you know, rewarded handsomely. Yeah, great, great advice. All right, I have one more question for you and then I'm going to have to wrap this up because we are running out of time. What are some of the trends that you're seeing as far as wedding makeup? Um, some of the trends uh, that I'm seeing in makeup particularly is um, flawless, a flawless skin, um, you know, just a beautiful, um, flawless, very simple, 
type of makeup, but very glamorous type of makeup. I think there's a fine line with that, um, especially with morning makeup ladies. You want to really keep in mind that the bride is not only having their picture taken, but they're also greeting people in person as well. So you don't want to have um, a full theatrical look and totally cater their look towards just having their picture taken because of course they're greeting people and looking at their their new husband as well and you want to keep them looking like them not have them walk down the aisle and have their future husband look at them and say who is this person you know that's another great point that I bring up at the trial a lot of my girls that that don't you know ask questions and listen or is a very important uh beauty tip as well. Ask questions and listen, because if you have someone that sits in your chair and says, well, I want fake eyelashes and I want red lipstick and they go on and you say, well, okay, well, what do you normally look like on every day? And they say, well, I really don't wear anything and I wear chapstick. (laughs) You know, I'll do whatever you ask me to do, but my advice to you as a professional would be, why do you want to look like somebody that you're not that day? Why do you want your groom not to not to recognize you? Let's make you look like you, just a polished, pumped up version of you. Um, so for those trends, I feel like a very simple, clean look is very popular. Lash extensions are also hugely popular right now. Um, which I'm excited about because to me, they're game changers also. They are game changers. You just wake up pretty every day because you have your lashes on. You know, Judy, we're going to have to get you back on and share some of your wedding makeup tips because I know I made so many mistakes when I first started doing makeup. But, you know, I have so much more I could ask you, but we are running out of time. So I think I'm going to have to wrap this up really quickly and just have you back on for round two. Yes. Oh, I would love to. Thank you. Great. All right. So real quickly here before we get cut off again, uh, where can people find your website? How can people get in touch with you? How can people ask you questions? Uh, give us your contact information. Sure. I'd love for everyone to reach out to me. Um, you can contact me through my website. It is www makeupbyjudyjoe.com and my name is spelled j-u-d-e-e-j-o.com so it's makeupbyjudyjoe.com my contact information is there my phone number as well as my email and I would love to hear from everyone thank you okay perfect so uh, Judy I'm going to post all your information all your contact information in the uh, show notes I know you're a busy lady. I'm going to let you go back to work. We are definitely out of time. So thank you so much for being on and sharing so much with us today. Oh, thank you so much. It was a true pleasure. And I look forward to speaking with you again. Thank you so much. 